Hey there, folks. Thank you for tuning in to Healthy-ish, the daily podcast from Body and Soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley. And as this app drops on a Friday, that means our digital editor, Ashley Austin, is in the hot seat. And we are talking about three things this week, a money-saving hack, olive oil coffee. Yes, it is a thing. And we come with a warning about cosmetic injectables. Welcome back to Healthy-ish. Thank you. Hello, listeners. And what's your healthy-ish habit of the week or something that you've been doing to create more health in your life? Yes, I have been sticking to my early morning walk. Even though it's cold, even though it's really dark still, I've been pushing myself to go out there. I've got a big ski jacket puffer that probably looks ridiculous, but it's been the one thing I found to help me get out the door still. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I was listening to another podcast, I won't give it away this week, who was, I'm just a bit obsessed about sleep at the moment. And this sleep expert was talking about how important it is to get sunlight on your skin within the first 30 minutes of waking up. That's a tough call through winter. It is, Mm -hmm. it is. But but just going for a walk is the easiest and best way to do it. Absolutely. And because you can't um, you can't really put a price on how you feel after you get home from a walk, it really does clear your head. It might not be the best calorie burn, but it really helps you set, set just, up for the day. It does. I agree with you, but oh, God damn, it's hard when it it's takes so time. bloody yeah. cold. It takes time. You've got to rug up. But yes, that's my healthiest tip for the week. I like it. What is your pick of the week? Yes. So my pick of the week is something that's really topical at the moment with cost of living, stress, you know, I would say top of mind for a lot of us. And it's a money-saving hack that's gaining traction that could help ease that financial burden. So a lot of people on the internet and beyond are reverting from credit cards to a strategy called cash stuffing to help save money. And they're convinced it works. So cash stuffing involves withdrawing your regular wage. So whether that's monthly or weekly in whole, and then separating it into amounts. So a lot of people have different uh, sort of like an envelope system or they have a wallet system which has little sort of manila folders and they put the designated amount of cash in each folder. So if for groceries, you know, bills, petrol, and the idea is simple. If you can physically see your money and your expenses, then perhaps you're more likely to sort of change the way you spend your wages because you can see it. it. that is so obviously it's simple. So, like all things that we but talk absolutely, about. <laughs> I can see how it would work. Yeah, and there's some science behind it. So as a 2021 study found that the physical act of parting with cash at the register, as opposed to, you know, tapping your credit card or your phone, elicits a higher degree of that sort of pain of paying factor. And it makes people more aware of their spending. Mm. Where are we going wrong? Where it's on we? credit cards. Yeah, exactly. Winning cash. Yep. Actually, I had one of those moments um, earlier this week, as you know, Ash and listeners. I'm off to Greece on um, yes, to try out exciting. the health and well-being benefits of Virgin Voyages, Richard Branson's new cruises. But and I will report back. But on a side note, I did buy some things for Greece, and I just it's the tap of the cart that I can't help myself. Just yeah. that that that. And now I'm having buyer's remorse. I mean, mm-hmm. if I had have can't handed over cash. I probably wouldn't have bought it. Yes. And when you go through, I don't know about you, but I go through on my bank statement, I'm like, uh-oh, 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 what did I spend that on? But with cash, you, you really do notice it go. Yeah. Okay. Good tip. Not sure I'll be doing it though because that, <laughs> that 
<laughs> Report just... back if anyone tries it. Yes, yes. Um, uh, something else that we spend a lot of cash on, well, at least I do, is the humble coffee. Oh, so, yes, yes, you drink a extra hot Yes, week. you remember latte. <laughs> Listeners, we have worked together for a while, haven't we? I love it when someone ruins my coffee order. <laughs> <laughs> well, back when we worked together, mm-hmm. um, I feel like coffee was coffee and everyone yeah. just drank it because they loved the taste of it or it gave them a kickstart every morning. And then we heard that just by adding a teaspoon of butter into your morning coffee, you could increase your performance. Now, this was from a dude called David Asprey and he was like this pioneering biohacker and he told us that bulletproof coffee as it was known, prevented hunger and provided lasting energy and better mental focus. Now, interestingly, this has been debunked mm-hmm. in a study a couple of years ago, 2021, found that bulletproof coffee was no better than black coffee in improving cognitive performance. Oh. Yes, yeah, so there we go. No Classic. reason to drink it. Anyway, fast forward a year or so and thanks to TikTok, I feel like everyone is adding everything to coffee to boost not just health, but also mental and physical performance. Last year on this podcast, we talked about Profi, which was, which is adding protein powder to coffee to oh. increase your performance in the gym. Name a Sada coffee order. Oh, wait. How disgusting. Yuck. Last week, and I know you reported on this online. Yes. There was a TikTok trend that encouraged people to add lemon mm-hmm. in their morning coffee. Sounds more palatable than protein powder. I exactly. Will admit. And as as um, a dietitian. Rebecca Japson told you there was no scientific evidence that adding lemon to coffee enhances metabolic rate or any calorie burning effect. Womp womp. We have a new coffee trend this week. Oh, great. (laughs) It is. Delicious. Everyone's talking about Starbucks' latest blend coffee, which has a dash of olive oil. It's Mm. called the Oleato range. Oleato range. Now, we know that extra virgin olive oil is a good healthy fat and can do wonders for your health, aka Mediterranean diet. Mm-hmm. But many customers are actually complaining that this special blend is making them shit, basically. Go, Go to the, the toilet. toilet. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you take too much fat too quickly, you've got milk. If you have milk-based coffee and oil on an empty stomach in the morning, it can exacerbate wanting to go to the toilet. Okay. I mean, good if you're at home and you need a kickstart. That's kind of handy. But if you're out, I'm assuming you're not at home making this stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, I, I had to highlight coffee because I'm a lover of coffee and I just want to back this all up, people, with a new Harvard – well, it's not new. I found on the Harvard University site mm-hmm. the benefits of coffee, that actually moderate coffee intake, they say, so that's about two to five cups a day. Yep. Five cups that's seems a moderate. lot. Yeah, that's a lot. I feel like two to three is moderate. Yeah. Two to five. Okay. okay. I'm two. Anyway, they confirm that two to five cups a day is linked to a lower likelihood of type 2 diabetes, heart disease, liver and certain cancers and also depression. And it is even possible, I quote, that people who drink coffee can reduce their risk of early death. If that's... It's good enough for me. If that's what they think, I'm trusting Harvard University. There we go. Mm-hmm. So forget your bone broth that we talked yeah. about oh, last week and yes. onto your coffee. <laughs> Guys, just letting you know, I did not keep that up. I did not keep Ash, that up. I love it. My bad. Thank you for being honest. Yes, my bad. <laughs> Okay, just quickly before we go, give us a rundown of the most click story of the week. Yes, so our most click story of the week is a piece we ran around around recent reports by the TGA. So in the last decade, there have been 12 reports of blindness related to dermal filler 
and just three of those patients fully regain their eyesight. What's more, they found that 25 people have reported necrosis or death of the skin from fillers. So that's pretty, pretty harrowing stuff considering how easily uh, available it is to have these cosmetic enhancements. So this is largely due to people who are underqualified performing these procedures. Uh, You know, under current Australian law, anyone with a medical license can perform cosmetic surgery and you need even less qualifications to uh, administer injectables. So experts are urging people to choose, you know, a reputable practitioner and take these procedures seriously. You have been warned, Ash. Yes. Thanks again. And, well, I'll see you when I come back from the Mediterranean. Beautiful. (laughs) Bye, guys. Hey, if you do want to read any of these stories, I will leave links to those in the show notes. If you have an idea for us to chat about on a Friday, please DM me on Instagram at Felicity Harley. You can also listen to plenty of other episodes of Healthy-ish or Extra Healthy-ish, our big sister podcast. Jump online at bodyandsoul.com.au and we are, of course, on social media. You can grab our print edition out in your local Sunday paper. And lastly, we would love it if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.